0: Casino taxi, they're the fast ones. Casino taxi, near has your phone. No need to run, don't get wet. Dial the number. Four two nine six six
1: six six. Or Hello. And welcome back to Crazy Talk with Dr. Hart. We're on the phone with Georgia, talking about her experiences with addiction and overcoming cannibalism. Thank you for tuning in. Now, before the break, Georgia was telling us how she used to enjoy eating human flesh.
0: Yes. But I've stopped all that. I'm a vegetarian now.
1: But you still get cravings. Isn't that why you're calling tonight, Georgia?
0: Yes. I'm calling because I'm thirsty for human meat. And... Well, it's hard to come by, so I'm afraid I might kill again. I'd do anything just to suck the blood out of a pumping heart again.
1: Anything. Listen, you can't go on murdering people. It's against the law. Uh
0: Excuse me.
1: Georgia, I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to be honest with me. Are you eating someone right now? No. In my professional opinion, you should continue to seek help. Talk to people who care about you.
0: I already ate all the people who care about me.
1: No, don't eat them, you dummy. Talk to them. You should be on medication.
0: (laughs) Perhaps I will eat your spleen. (laughs) Huh? I'll be watching you with my pretty little eyeballs.
1: Okay. Thanks, Georgia. Take care now. And we're ready for another caller. We've got
0: Pete on the line. Hello, Pete. How are you? Yes. Hello, Doctor. Good evening. I'm calling because uh, my house appears to be haunted. And, well, maybe I should just start from the beginning. You see, uh, I'm a paranormal investigator. I've been doing this radio documentary show for a few years now. It's called Pete's Paranormal Chronicles. Have you heard of it? No. Anyway, so I'm ghost hunting and chasing around monsters and aliens. It's like, uh, have you seen that show, The X-Files? Oh yeah, I never miss it. Well, my life is like that, but edgier. I'm constantly on the edge, man. (laughs) You want to know how I woke up this morning? How? on the edge of my bed but here's the thing no one believes my stories they call me crazy they say there's no such things as ghosts and aliens and lizard people they're like you're faking this whole thing and uh, lately I'm uh, I'm starting to feel like maybe those people were right all along maybe all this stuff is just happening in my head I I mean some of it is real It it has to be real I know that but I've been doubting myself and listening to old tapes, and it sounds a lot like I'm just sitting at home doing all these voices, and, like, the whole thing is fake. Just to clarify here, do you believe in ghosts, Pete? Oh yes, of course. I'm half-ghost myself. Half-ghost? What does that mean? Oh, it's a long story. Anyway, enough about me. I'm calling about my best friend Raymore, or Ray as we used to call him. He was murdered last year, and, well, he's back. Ray's ghost is haunting me. I haven't slept in two days. It's been a nightmare. I hear his dying breath every time I close my eyes. <laughs> All right, Pete, can you hold that thought?
1: It's time to take a commercial break.
0: Break? Are you kidding me? You just had a, a break. I, I, I've got a real problem here.
1: This is a very low-rated show, gotta pay the bill somehow. You just hang tight, Pete, and we'll be right back.
0: Oh. This fucking You know what? Fuck. Whatever. This guy can't help me. No one can. No one understands. Ladies and gentlemen, what you have just heard was a recording of me, Pete Schwartz, crying out for help. Even crazy talk can't help me now. I thought of all people, Dr. Harp to understand, but no. I guess it's all hopeless. Welcome back to Pete's Paranormal Chronicles, this is Pete Schwartz. Tonight's episode is a classic ghost story. In fact, I'm sitting here right now in my very own haunted castle. And yes, I do mean that literally. You see, my grandfather passed away recently, and he left me this castle and this will. So yeah, I live here in a haunted castle now, it's pretty cool. It has doors with walls behind them and hallways that lead to nowhere, which is actually kind of annoying, but hey, it beats living in a van. A lot more space than I'll ever need, but it's home for now. And I was happy, at first, to be living here. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice. I, I, I slept like a log the first night. Spent the next day unpacking and getting settled in. It wasn't long before weird stuff started happening. Doors slamming shut on their own. Mournful wailing from the backyard. And I, I think it was on the third night, around 3 o'clock in the morning, when I saw him standing there at the foot of my bed, watching me sleep. His long hair, his beady eyes, his dopey smile. He looked just as he did that afternoon in the graveyard, the last time I saw him alive. The shock of seeing his cold, dead face paralyzed me. I tried to talk, but I couldn't get a word out. I wanted to say, Ray, is that really you? But I was choking on cold, dry air, shivering like a little bitch. Indeed, it was the ghost of my old friend Ray, but with a curiously pointed nose, which, as the moonlight shone in from the open windows, revealed a large beak where his nose should be. Gray feathers sprouted out from his neck and shoulders. And then he backed away from me, flapping his arms like wings and smiling as he disappeared into the purple curtains. The next night was when the real horror began. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over a quaint and curious volume of forgotten porn, while I nodded after fapping, suddenly there came a tapping, as if someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door, his son Jehovah's Witness, I muttered, tapping at my chambered door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow, from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrow for my lost Raymore, For the rare and radiant buddy whom the angels named Raymore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some witness of Jehovah "'entreating entrance at my chamber door. "'Some late visitor "'entreating entrance at my chamber door. "'This it is, and nothing more. "'Presently my soul grew stronger, "'hesitating then no longer. "'Sir,' I said I, "'or madam,' Truly, your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was fapping, and so gently you came rapping. And so you assholes came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here, I opened wide the door. Darkness there. And nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, Long I stood there wondering, fearing, Doubting, dreaming dreams No half-ghost dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, And the stillness gave no token, And the only word there spoken Was the whispered word, This I whispered with an echo, murmured back the word, Raymore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back to my precious pipe, turning, all the weed within it burning. Soon again I felt a yearning somewhat stronger than before. Surely, said I, surely. That is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately pigeon of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, Not a minute stopped or stayed he, But with mane of lord or lady, Perched above my chamber door, Perched upon a bust of palace, Just above my chamber door, Perched and sat like a little whore. Then this dirty bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, By the grave and stern decorum Of the countenance it wore, Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said. Art sure no smidgen, ghastly grim, an ancient pigeon wandering from nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the Nova Scotian shore. Quoth the pigeon, it's me, Raymore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly. Though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being Ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculptor bust above his chamber door. With such stupid name as Ray Moore. But the pigeon, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did poor. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, Other friends have flown before. On the morrow he did leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore! But the pigeon, still beguiling all my sad soul and smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed with an unseen censer, swung by a seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried. Thy God hath sent me, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite, and nepenthe, from my memories of Raymore. Quaff, oh, quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Raymore. Quoth the pigeon. Nevermore. Motherfucker! said I. Thing of evil, motherfucking chill, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent, or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore. Desolate, yet all undaunted, on this desert land unchaunted on this home by horror island, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there beer and weed and hell? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the pigeon, "Eh, Nevermore. You shit fuck, said I. Thing of evil, you fucking shitty bird or devil. By that heaven that bends above us, by that god we both adore. Ask this soul with sorrow laden if... Hey, have you seen Disney's Aladdin? For I shan't sleep a sodding wink tonight, and I've rented it from Blockbuster. Behold the rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels named Princess Jasmine. Quoth the Pigeon. Uh, I don't know, Pete. I've seen Aladdin like ten times, and I'm just not really in the mood to watch a Disney movie right now. Uh, uh, What do you want to do? Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the Nova Scotian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak out from my heart, and take thy ass off from my door. Quoth the pigeon, Nevermore, And the pigeon, never fitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas, just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him, streaming, throws his shadow on the floor, And my soul, from out the shadow, lies floating on the floor, shall be lifted, nevermore. And so, that pretty much sums up uh, the situation, brings us up to date, folks my dead best friend has somehow been reincarnated as a pigeon or something. And he won't leave my house, and it's been like seven straight days now. Seven days and seven nights of the same shit, and I just, I want to kill myself, actually. It's, I mean, like, you have no idea how infuriating this is. Ray will not shut up. And the worst part is, I keep asking him if he wants to hang out, or... You know, whatever. And he says the same thing every time. Never more, never more. He doesn't want to do anything, ever. Like this morning, I thought, like, okay, well, he's a bird, so maybe he'd be into doing some, some bird stuff. So I tossed some seeds on the floor for him. I, I built a birdhouse, put it on the balcony. Nope. Never more, never more. It's like I can't win with this guy. And you know what? He was the same way when he was alive. It's just like how it's always been. Always such a downer. Always the naysayer. Always looking for an excuse not to do this or that. Fucking loser. That's what he is. Fuck you, Ray. I hate you, Pete. You're the worst friend I ever had. Then why don't you leave? Get out of my house. I don't want you here. I never wanted you here. Never more. Get back here. Get back here!